Hello, and welcome to the SensiLab Creative AI Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. My name is John McCormack, the Director of SensiLab, and joining me, IRL, at the console today, <laughs> physicist, PhD researcher, international AI artist, Wow, <laughs> Nina Radjic. Hey, Nina. Hey. How are you? I'm good. That's good. You're always good. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And back after her very successful debut in the last episode... Geoinformatician, musician, and the queen of crypto, Lucia Ivsic. Nice. nice. That was pretty good. I, I, pra- pretty I practiced good. between episodes. Yeah, that was really good. Okay. How are you, Lucia? I'm good. Great to have you back. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah. So today, our topic is Instagram and art. I'm going to start with a question. So, Nina, what are your top three social media apps in terms of importance to you? Mm, okay, I think Instagram is definitely the, the top, just because most the most people that I know use it at the moment. But that, I don't like it, so I don't know. It's hard to answer that. Okay, what's number two? Things that I'm addicted to beyond my social you know, media free like I'm trying to not use them, but I but in terms of screen time, mm. Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. Okay, Lucia. I don't like the so messengers. That. That's not like it. Phrase. That's not that's not counting Messenger. as a social media, right? No. My media. Not, it's just okay. Well, then then I then I just have to copy paste the uh, the same. Yeah, it's like uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, and then Reddit. Maybe that's everybody. No, no. So mine would be Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse. Oh man, I haven't even gone back. That's getting on. so popular. Is well, it? well, thanks to you, I got a, I got an yeah, invite. Yeah, yeah. I went on for like literally one day, and I completely forgot about it. Yeah, it is kind of forgettable. But there's some, there's sometimes there's interesting stuff. It's kind of like randomly tuning in, and often yeah. you just get crap, and then occasionally you get something that's really interesting. Yeah, like what I did when I did listen to it, it was kind of uh, comforting. It was like we were away, and I listened to it. I listened to some people talk about some random shit, like while I was falling asleep. Mm. It was nice. So it's it's good to get asleep too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. comforting. Anyway, the <laughs> the reason for asking that question was that the one of the social media apps that we all listed in our top three was Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And for both of you, that was number one. And for me, it was, I think, number two. Although it probably is getting up there to number one, maybe. Why is Instagram so popular? I mean, it's really hard to say, I think. Well, what is it that appeals to you about it? That people are on it, which is kind of the, the kind of trick with social media. If people are using it a lot, then everybody else feels like they need to use it mm. to stay connected. Yeah, I guess you have that why I'm attracted to it because it's it seems that like it's alive like when you go on that your Instagram feed you feel like people are literally you can imagine people being literally there mm. and you can go through a story and then you know you sort of have a glimpse a window to their current life of mm. which is not exactly true but yeah yeah and yeah. I think that's the most attractive thing for me and and a, a different thing from Facebook even though true. You, know, you have Facebook stories right now as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it is, I mean, one of the, I guess the innovations of it are that it was image focused. So it's always image centric. It's all oriented around a post, which is always an image. You can't not post an image. Well, you can, you can post a blank screen, I guess, but most of the posts are image centered. And even the commentary is often kind of peripheral or you have to click in it or you have to tap on to get the extra comments to see how people have responded. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And that's, I guess, is their successful formula. I mean, historically, there were always photo sharing sites well before Instagram, but Instagram's innovation, I guess, was that immediacy and maybe that the images didn't have to be curated photographic images. Like you didn't have to call yourself a photographer. Mm. It was just more posting things about your life. And that coincided with the adoption of cameras on phones. Yeah. So everyone was always posting because it was really easy to do so. How old is Instagram? Like, I, I'm trying to remember when was the first time that I actually got on Instagram. And I know that I did that with my band, <laughs> but I wasn't the curator. It was my drummer. And then later on, I did it. But yeah. Now I think I'm, it was, Facebook was 2009, was it? Well, it was originally, Instagram was originally not owned by Facebook. Because yeah. Facebook just bought it after it was successful. Yeah. I was, I think I was on it in 2011 or 12. But so I was going to ask, why did everyone, what motivated you to get on it? Just because others you knew were on it or? I can't remember that far. Yeah, but yeah, I did go off it for a bit and then went back on. I think, yeah, I guess it was because Facebook was dying. Hey, didn't mm. that happen? It was like people stopped using Facebook and they were kind of like, oh, they're, they're just realizing that it was kind of shit. And then ironically, Facebook bought Instagram. So you're really back <sighs> yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I also think that there there's something in the fact that rather than posting text, and uh, you know and descriptions of what you're doing or what is happening mm. the photo is enough yeah and i remember when i just go through my old band photos if you scroll down to the very first ones it's like there's nothing it's just a photo mm. yeah and the most interesting thing was the filters yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and um and whereas facebook you had to sort of say something like mm. it is share funny. something it's funny to think back when instagram like what it's value was was like that kind of film photography rep like that was literally what it was remember yeah it was like the yeah. filters maybe it was a polaroid everything is yeah it was like filtered yeah yeah it was a nostalgia for old school photography but because your phone could instantly yeah. grab anything it was all now i'm nostalgic for the filters i think they'll come back well they're still there aren't they when you put, yeah, yeah they're remember, still there they're all the same i guess but people don't really use them like they were like no one's it's a kind of embarrassing i think because everyone used them it became a bit of a yeah. cliche and then there's always the hashtag no filter which you always put on the images that look like they've got a filter on them <laughs> but you say no no look this is actually a really good image it's oh, i didn't filter it yeah. Wow. I mean, for me, someone, a friend of mine said, you should get on Instagram because it's a happy place. It's friendly. It's not like Twitter with all its vitriol and arguing and everything. And I think when I started, it kind of was like everyone would just like your picture and you could post anything. And it was kind of a little bit utopian in a very weird kind of way. Mm-hmm. And you can see how it progressed because at, at one point they removed the number of likes because mm-hmm. people are yeah. getting devastated. Yeah, well, it, it soon turned. <laughs> it didn't last. The utopia didn't last yeah, very long. Exactly. And, I mean, but people now, it's business for many people. So many people make their living just by posting on Instagram. There's the rise of the influencer, which is really you associate with Instagram, right, more than any other social media platform. Yeah. What makes a good influencer? Oh, oh my God. I just remember there's TikTok. Nobody, oh, but TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I never ever, I, I, I never ever even. We're all too old for oh, TikTok. I'm so embarrassed. I just had TikTok in my top three. No, I don't use it. I just pretend to but use it so I don't seem so old. The reason why I remember TikTok, because I heard that Instagram influencers are extremely pretentious and they mm. ask for like 20 times more money 
to uh, get a gig when they're asked for a gig rather than the TikTok, even though the TikTok influencers, I guess they have more followers. Mm. I don't know, but it's a kind of a beef that is existing in, mm. that, in that space. <laughs> but is it only a matter of time before the TikTok influencers start realizing their influence and ask for the same amount of money? But yeah, I don't know if we're uh, drifting away of the, but, but I've noticed like on Instagram, I can see more and more TikTok videos or videos that have yeah. TikTok mm. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, watermark. Because they're actually yeah. more interesting, right? Yeah. Than and a then, lot of the yeah. curated social media Instagram influencer posts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Reels, isn't that just, you know, it's just TikTok. Does anyone look at Reels? Uh, sometimes I just find myself like I just come become conscious all of a sudden that I've been looking at Reels for like <laughs> half an hour and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> It happens. So it's working. Yeah, yeah. it's working really it's well. TikTok for slightly older people than yeah. TikTok. But I do think, I mean, obviously the format of TikTok leads to a different kind of influence, which is nice to see that there's more of a focus on like, you know, real personality or like humor, right? Which doesn't mm. really like flourish on Instagram as well. Like Instagram was like, okay, like fitness models and that, that's the most mainstream influencer. Mm. But I think on TikTok, it's kind of like cute fun is the vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the new happy place, right? Yeah, but yeah. I just I like that. I I mean, I could be critical of t- TikTok as well, but I like that. Like the the type of influencer is just more real, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. I think lots of the TikTok videos you look at, you actually, th- I think of them as quite. I mean, they're very creative. A lot more creative yeah. than Instagram posts in a in a non traditional. Like Instagram has a look. You have to give a a look for Instagram mm-hmm. for it to work for you. Whereas in TikTok, it's much more about the creativity and the yeah. the kind of often the strangeness of the the post. And it's it is people just being silly, but being silly in a in a way that is actually interesting to look yeah. at. Yeah, I'm a fan, I guess. It's playful. Yeah. Mm. So TikTok is in your top three. I don't want to use it, though. It is so hypnotic, like, to the point where I feel like my brain is just... I've never felt like my brain is working at a... Like, do you know when you, like, they say... Back in the day, they used to say when you watch TV, that's when, like, the least kind of neurons Mm. are firing in your brain, even Mm. more so than when you sleep. Yeah. Like, TikTok is the most I've felt that. Like, when I'm watching it, I feel like I'm no, I don't even exist. You do zone out a lot, don't you? Yeah. And you can easily get... I mean, this is the the other big issue with all these platforms is the infinite scroll. That's it, yeah. And it's never-ending. As long as you want to stay on, there's more Don't even start me. That's my biggest enemy. Infinite scroll. Yeah. Yeah. But you said that you successfully, you know, you did an experiment, right? Yeah. And it was successful. What so? was the experiment? Oh, so I... <laughs> I was really annoyed with my like Instagram explore page because it was just seemed to be taking advantage of all my insecurities Mm -hmm. a little bit too much and out of my control. I was like, I don't want to see this, but it's clearly my brain on some level like wanted to. It just annoys me. I hate that you have no control. It's just all subconscious kind of control. Mm. So one night when I couldn't sleep, I just went on and like just basically opened all the photos of cats (laughs) because I'm happy with that. Mm. That's never bad, right? Yeah, cats are nice. Yeah. And then kind of like clicked the photo, then kind of scrolled through for a while to be like, look, I'm interested in this. And then when there was an ad, like in between Mm. the, I would click on it and then like click out and then kind of just keep scrolling and basically just telling the algorithm that this is what I want to see more of. Mm. And then any of like the photos of the things like plastic surgery before and afters, no, (laughs) stop showing me that. I don't need to see that. Right. Yeah. And did it and work? Yeah. By the morning, I yeah. woke up, went on my explore, it was all cats. And that's so, quite, quite soon. I, I was surprised. I it thought works, that it takes at least a day or so. Try it with something even like maybe 
that you don't see much of, but you're like, okay, I just want to see more of this type of content. Like, even if it's rare, like just do that for an hour. Mm. And and that's, I think that's the concerning part. That's the downside that we also. It's the about. algorithmic decision making yeah. that's curating the feed for you. Yeah. 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 I think that is the nub of the problem that everyone has with every social media platform, right? Is it's, I mean, in, in the early days of Twitter, it was just a timeline. So if someone posted, it would just appear in that, in that time. But now it's, you know, there's an algorithm that's determining what you see and that's based on what other people have liked or mm-hmm. what, what it thinks is kind of trending. So you're going to stay on that platform longer. Yeah. And with Instagram, it's obviously to maximise the advertising revenue. So it's the things that you think you like. So when you go on that explore page, it probably does want you to feed, to feed on your insecurities because you're most likely to try and buy something to alleviate that insecurity. True. Or many people are, maybe not you personally, but yeah. many people obviously do you know, bringing the AI element into it, mm-hmm. what does that mean in terms of how you approach the platform? So obviously you can do experiments like this, but they, they require a bit of time, right? So you have to sit there for an hour. Oh, and I couldn't just... sleep anyway, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> It's kind of fun because it feels like you're doing something. I don't know. It felt, it felt exciting you're cheating. to be on it. You're yeah. cheating. Yeah. Because it worked. Like I felt like I had control, I guess, when yeah. usually I use it so much and was realizing how little control I had. Even just when you can't really have control over how much you're on it like obviously i wouldn't like to but i find myself doing it how many hours a day how many hours a day i don't look at the stats anymore <laughs> roughly i don't i'm not that bad less than i don't even like i'm than, really not more than people i don't <laughs> let me let me check my stats yeah i mean people like my screen time's not that bad it'd be like t- max two hours a day Where but oh that's good for my but i think now as well i haven't looked in a while you know, people are on like six or seven hours. Like if they're really using it. I mean, I, I really use it minimally, I would say. Six hours is a lot. Six hours? On a phone, on a phone, uh-huh. on your phone. If you're texting and, okay. call, I don't know. like. So if you if you kind of, you know, if you say roughly you're, you have 18 hours a day of that you're awake, <laughs> roughly, that's a third yeah. of your day just looking on the screen, which seems excessive. It's, well, disturbing. Yeah. Maybe we should move on and talk about artists as well. Yeah. So if you're an artist, can you be successful on Instagram? Well, yeah. Big question. Some can. How? Uh, if or I knew what, that. Or what, what artists do you like to see on Instagram? I don't actually think this is true anymore, but I was like, I don't like any art on it. No, I've never seen good art on Instagram ever. Never? I don't know if that's true. But it goes back to what we were talking I about. I posted one of my artworks on Yeah, I know. Instagram, as soon as yeah. I thought about you immediately and I was like, oh, I can't say that. Mm, you just did though. <laughs> but I have. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but I've seen your art elsewhere. Oh, yeah, good, good. And uh, I do like it. Mm, I like yeah. the photograph. Correct answer. I do like them. Uh, sure. So I was, I was wrong, but I guess the point I was trying to make is that there's something about like what you, you know, we've talked about is just the fact that you see it so much and people are kind of, they have a... over Overzealous in their posting. Yeah, well, I just mean they, they have a reason to kind of just like keep posting what they're posting, right? Like they get mm. more kind of attention for it if they kind of just post every day, right? So you kind of see too much of it. You see too much of it to the point where it's, I'm saturated mm. with the, the concept and I don't really, I get, it gets tired to me. But I guess that's an issue with the person posting, not the platform, because you can curate what you post. So Yeah, but the problem is that it incentivizes posting a lot. Yeah, because people keep liking it. So Yeah, that's which how, I don't that's how you can be a successful artist. On post a lot. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. This is what this lot. is what I mean. Like post a lot directly 
you know, is linked with me not liking, like seeing, you know what I mean? Like if someone's posting a lot on Instagram, that mm. kind of correlates to me not liking it as much. My, my beef is when people post the progress of their work, which is kind of interesting to see from an insider's perspective. So you see the work taking shape. So each day they post, oh, this is where I got to today. This is where I got to today. And then eventually they present the final work and you, you so know exactly what it's going to look like because you've watched it mm. develop that it kind of loses its impact when you first see it as a finished work and you, you're kind of overwhelmed by its whatever, its aesthetics or its complexity or its intellectual brilliance or whatever it is because you just know so much about it because you've seen every single change that the person has made to get there. Yeah. You don't get excited at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good viewing context, I think, for, for viewing art. Well, it's also homogenised, isn't it, to the, usually to the square image that probably on average, like on average I would spend five seconds, six seconds looking at each image, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you two, but... That seems like a lot. <laughs> okay, it was even less. Well, it depends. I mean, it if depends, it's... Yeah. Sometimes you, you zoom, you know. You do <laughs> <laughs> I rarely zoom. Yeah. I don't know why. I just Because it's not... It, it doesn't really lend itself to zooming that no. much. So you have to fiddle a yeah, bit to get yeah, it to zoom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fake zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they like you zooming. No. Mm. No, no, it's just like you're intense, like zooming the screen, I think. Like, yeah, like what's can, going on yeah, there? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, <laughs> they must allow you to do it. Yeah. Can, and also the photo is actually can higher you resolution. Exactly. You can, you can get more detail. Yeah, I always like when I want to get more detail. Yeah. I even know. You can. Try it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know that. They, it's weird to think that they added that in. Yeah. Like, so next time you post anything, just remember people could be zooming right in. And, yeah. Jeez. Reading, reading the text on your phone or something. If you've yeah. got a selfie or whatever, and <laughs> noting down your credit card that's sitting in your back pocket because you. I sort of feel that that um, it's. I've I've been seeing a lot of good art on a, a lot of a lot of my friends are artists, painters, mm. or illustrator, or comic book illustrator, and great to see their work. Mm -hmm. Or you know. My best friend, she's a graphic designer, makes posters, and um, I don't know. It's it's quite interesting to see that, mm. and it, it's just convenient. And I like to have my feed full with I don't know conceptual art or graphic mm -hmm. designs or posters of gigs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that is the that's the kind of appeal of it really as a rather than just being getting influencer pictures or that kind of thing or what your friends are up to today. It is also like if you carefully choose who you follow you can get some really interesting inspiring yeah. artwork that comes that comes through the people who i guess the problem is that you have to find those people too and it's yeah. it doesn't have very good recommending no. uh, and that's in my the, view yeah and, and i think that's the issue and that's like sort of you know eventually if you don't not like if you don't think about it you will end up mm. just having the ai creating the the content for you and the the entire content is pretty much in fits in the same field or in the mm. same you know political resolution or what what yeah it's just more of the same yeah it's more of what in, you you, you yeah. the algorithm thinks you want exactly and yeah. and then you we were talking about it earlier how then you sort of forget that moment and that's why those videos uh, and the the end product sort of isn't exciting anymore because it's just offered. Uh, instead of you waking up and saying, oh, I have this idea, but I don't know how to communicate it, or, you know, I'm interested in seeing this more, but you actually have to find a word mm. or <laughs> to, to find it, I guess, mm. you know, yeah. a tag, or 
who does that anymore? Do you ever it's, search? No. It's impossible I, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I think I've tried. When I was doing that cat experiment, I was... I tried. Like, I was like, I just want to see some... And, like, I don't know what I want yet. You know what I mean? So I don't... I have, I'm not able to search it, but I just want something different. Like, I'm going to be on Instagram. It's going to give me an infinite scroll. I at least want it to be something I actually benefit from, but I couldn't really... I, unsuccessful. I couldn't get it to actually be. It's just cats still. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's fine. I think it's fine not to be able to know what you want, sort of. And then having a blank slate instead of... You don't know what you want. You don't know if you need something and then it's being offered. And then all of a yeah. sudden you're mm. hungry. All of a sudden, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel really frustrated because I know there's people out there who are doing really interesting stuff and it would be on Instagram. And like that be similar. You know, I don't know how to find them. Like I genuinely... Do you know what I mean? I feel like the only way to find them is actually for your, you yourself to become, get heaps of followers so people come to you. Like mm. how else do you find... Well, you can well, do you, it. You can. I, I find that often I find someone, I see their Instagram thing and then for some reason I've not logged in because Instagram is phone oriented. Yeah. But often if you're looking on your laptop or your computer and you see something, I can't remember my password. So I get onto Instagram and you want to follow that person on Instagram and it goes, you have to log in and then I can't um, remember my password. <laughs> I mean, it's just a pretty stupid <laughs> excuse really. But yeah. I have found some great start like artists. But did you and find them? You found them first, and you link. Went yes, to the, yeah, I didn't find the them on way. Instagram. Yeah. I found them through other means. Yes, and then, that's the only way I've like followed new people. Yeah, is finding them somewhere else and be like, oh, they have an Instagram. I'll follow that. So at least I, you know, and I kind of get excited because yeah. I'm like, finally, my Instagram can be more interesting. Yeah, it's just and then process. the good ones hardly ever post. And but you can always see what they are following. Like that's my first source. Like okay, let me see if I really like this style. Yeah. I'm interesting what this person is following because if I guess is it not daunting like one big list of Instagram well, accounts I'm, I can do that for hours oh, yeah, wow. just like go through so, yeah. every single person and just look and, and it and my biggest frustration is that it's an endless number of tabs and you, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's that inception and, and just like endless oh this is a new yes. thing this is a new thing well, yeah. I don't it's, know I, I found a lot of interesting stuff yeah it is crazy to think like it is just so much on there but it's gate kept by like the algorithm and like what the Mm. company and their business like their business decisions like that's kind of you can't really get to it like they kind of control that right like they don't want it to be easy to find do you know what i mean it could be like engineered if they actually wanted people to find the exact thing they wanted it would be engineered to be that way but it's really just not that Mm. way it's more just like we we know what you spend a lot of time looking at, or we, you know what I mean. We know we know that, and that's yeah, what we want to like. It's positive exploit. reinforcement. But okay, yeah. here's a here's an interesting question, hypothetical for both of you. You've been put in charge of Instagram, and you're the director. How would you write the algorithm? You've given Zuckerberg has given you carte blanche. You can do anything you want. How would you write the algorithm? to improve it i would probably ruin the company <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter yeah, I, yeah. I would for sure ruin the company. i mean I, I'm, I'm really annoyed about the infinite scroll that they added like last year or maybe the year before because you cannot remove like they just added it and there's no way to remove it there's no because it used to say you're all caught up yeah and it stopped then go back to the stop. old ones yeah. yeah and that was really nice it's not saying I'm that just, anymore no, no. haven't you, you you just realized you never got that message anymore when you yeah but i just look at my screen time for instagram it's like four minutes six uh, minutes so i'm not you're killing thing. it yeah that's so good i have to say in recent months i've found that my feed is a lot more boring than it used to be 
Are you scrolling past into the recommended stuff? It does things in an order. Also, you also kind of have this obligation to like stuff to show people that you've looked at it. And you always get the people who post regularly. You kind of go through them and you kind of have to like them all. And then you get to the stuff that you like less often. So it's obviously prioritizing stuff that you've engaged with yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. more often. Yeah. And then it kind of gets down to the more like if you follow companies and stuff or like I follow yeah. a lot of music people or music technology companies and then you start getting all their product, which is not ads, it's just them posting some stuff. And by that point I'm just like, oh, there's nothing. Oh, okay. There's nothing left. Yeah, well, it's that's the bottom good. of the barrel. Okay. I've definitely found myself on the infinite scroll. And I got really annoyed and kind of looked into it. And yeah, there's just people were trying to get around it by like trying to install the earlier versions of the app before. Oh. But you have to do some special stuff on like the iPhone to do that. So it's just, I'm really annoyed about that. So that really just made me angry at Instagram. Is there an alternative? Is there something, is TikTok going to be, should we all migrate to TikTok? I don't think TikTok, but I think there's people <laughs> working on it. I think there's people that I like I've heard of that are trying to make, you know, social media that isn't. So, but there's been so many of those, and they've all none of them have really. I mean, even Clubhouse. I'm I'm not sure if Clubhouse is going to last forever because they, you know, Twitter has something similar now. Yeah, yeah, they're just going to be eaten by the giants. They'll be eaten by the giants, and they'll be absorbed into exactly. And we also had that we mentioned that earlier about the you know being an artist or an Instagram, and like mm. my biggest issue is that I feel that only if I'm Rihanna or. <laughs> As someone really big, you can just not post your new single, your new yeah. song, or anything that you want to get. But that's fine. I mean, you can use it as an advertising platform. Yeah, but that's the troubling part for me is it is not enough to just post the song. Why not? Because you know you have people to, want more from you than just the song. Not not just that. It's like it's because of the algorithm. You have to engage. You have to spend some time on Instagram mm. if you want to get the most out of it. It's not really a broadcast medium. Yeah, it's it's yeah. an engagement medium. You know, YouTube. YouTube, you just put the yeah, yeah. the video on yeah. and that's it. And Wait for the hits. Yeah, too. and then, of course, you're going to do the press release, whatnot. But but Instagram is actually asking you to, hey, you know, this yeah, is, this is the price. Mm. Reply to the comments. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> and it's not enough. It, I guess it also depends on uh, what kind of an artist you are, what audience do you want to build. But, you know, they're just doing some crazy stuff like Q&As um, and then behind <laughs> the, the lives, stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, during, yeah, during oh, COVID, God. there's been a lot of live. That was good. Yeah. It was? Did you I watch a lot of shows? Yeah, oh, you did Instagram. two shows? Yeah. yeah. Live. Yeah. And how did you find it? The first one wasn't that bad. I don't know. But it is weird to talk. Um, to, <laughs> to have a phone. Gig. And to have like, a gig on a phone. I had like a whole system set up, but like to talk and not to see who is watching. And, you know, I couldn't even see the comments because I, I used like two laptops and then I was performing in one corner of the room and the laptop and the OBS. I don't know. It was just like. <laughs> too um, much. Yeah, it was too much. But, you, but could you see how many people were watching? No, I, I uh, saw it later. Ah, okay. And it was, it was good. Like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. The, the performance I was, it was fun but then the second one was I was just like I'm not sure that I want to do it I, I actually want to be able to know what is happening to have that immediate mm, feedback the connection but I know for a lot of people it was really important during if, if they're in a hard lockdown yeah to be able to still connect with musicians for example who they you know they couldn't go to gigs and see them I know it's not the same thing but it was probably really important in terms of maintaining that connection Oh, for sure. 
I know this for a fact that a lot of musicians earned heaps of money during the first lockdown because um, they started doing these private sessions. So you have a bigger artist, let's say Kings of Leon. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that they did it, yeah. but they would charge. They were busy know. with their NFTs, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would charge a couple of thousands of dollars to have a gig. And since you're On doing Zoom. it over Zoom, you can have like five gigs in a day. It's like oh, a forty-five right. minute slot. It's for the company. It's for the. It was just like it was a product. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you get you're doing like your company day, and then you get Kings of Leon to play at the end. Everyone has drinks yeah. on Zoom. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I know what you that mean. That just sounds horrible. It's so yeah, weird. yeah, it's a very. It sounds very corporate, and I don't know. So, it's just bad. And and I'm yeah. Would you would you ever do that? What? Like, Okay, <laughs> Sensi Lab away day. Maybe um, recruit a band at the end of some corporate <laughs> event. No, no. No, I'm just. Um, what I wanted to ask is like, how far would you go? I guess with your art on you Instagram. Know, in those, yeah. You mean like live? I'm. I'm not sure that I. You I know, like, I'm not the. Is, I'm. I don't know. I'm not really the right person to. I mean, I have people who I follow who I think use the platform very effectively. So I have one friend, and she posts a lot of stuff because she's actually out in the field doing stuff. So a lot of her, her artwork involves some sort of interaction in some site-specific location. So rather than posting the work in progress, like I'm making the art, she just kind of posts like the landscape or things that she's done and but somehow connects that at a more meta level to the work that she's building. I mean, part of it is her quality as an artist, I guess, is that she's able to also, the text is quite caption. important the caption is really important to kind of contextualize what it is that you're looking at so yeah there are some people who i think who do it well i mean I, there's other artists i follow who yes i mean they do show what they're doing but i think it's all about the amount that you show like what you don't show is really important as well so you've got to keep the mystery you got to keep the mystery it's also that this is a work in progress and this is what i'm exploring but you don't give away the entire mm. plot before you've made the film, if you want to use that yeah. metaphor. It's, it's a fine balance. And I think some people get, artists on Instagram get a little bit, like it's like the trade-off of like mystery or like actual engagement and I don't know, money if you're making ads. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, okay, I can make more money yeah. if I am like this person. I don't think any of the people I follow are in it for the money. I don't think they make money off yeah. Instagram because they're just not that. I mean, they make money from their art, but not through Instagram. Well, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I was on it or when it happens, I feel like I'm just, I only want to be like more mysterious. I don't want to be like actually myself. That's sounds like the worst idea ever. Well, that's the other thing. So that's the other topic, I guess, that is interesting to think about is many artists use Instagram as the medium itself. So they don't use it as a medium to display or to talk about their art. They actually use Instagram as an artistic medium. Yeah, and I think that's actually great. Like if you think about the context and you make art for that context, I think that works. It's mm. just the problem is you're taking art that's meant to be in a different context and putting it on Instagram and doesn't have the same effect. I think that's really, really nice because yeah. you can, I mean, if you've got a very curated following list, you can be, it's like you're going into an art gallery in a yeah. way. But yeah. it's not, not like a traditional art gallery where you're sitting and looking at pictures. You're sitting and looking at something on a, on a phone screen that is an, a work of art. Like yeah. literally it has to exist because Instagram exists. I totally believe it's a great medium. I mean, I really, I guess I'm like completely split down the middle. On one hand, I think it's awful, as I said. But there is like, that's not all that I think. I think it's a great opportunity. Like, I'm just thinking why I want to post more, right? And I think it's because there's actually a space now where all my friends are on it. Mm. Everybody I know is on it. And so I can actually reach everybody I know and kind of like communicate to them immediately, which has probably never happened 
like Facebook wasn't the right medium for it, I mm. guess. There's not really any, right? So that's not really happened before. So it kind of is amazing. Like, I think it's great. I think I would only encourage people to post on Instagram if they're an artist. Like, I think it's- Everyone else, get off. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> I would only don't encourage them- Don't post cat them. photos. <laughs> I would only encourage them not discourage them to post on it. I wouldn't be like, don't post on Instagram. It's dangerous. I would be like- you should post like you should get your stuff out there and like get some feedback and that's the best way to like grow as an artist when you said feedback have you ever seen constructive feedback on on instagram or just great amazing like yeah i've never seen constructive feedback yeah no i I was just wondering what did you mean is it is it a good feedback that you were gaining more followers i don't mean like feedback like Mm. you know feedback for research was like you know actual like constructive criticism or feedback it's more just feedback like you're putting it in the world and you're getting some reaction Mm. in some way like even not maybe like followers or not comments or even you meet people in real life and they're like oh i really liked you know they tell you something in real life more so that like people are starting conversations like they they know more about your artistic practice now it's like especially when academia is so kind of siloed off from like the rest of the world like if you're doing a phd or like being a researcher like a lot of the time it's you're not just like presenting your stuff to like your group of friends right it seems like unless they are your group of friends <laughs> i'm an artist and i want to build my profile on instagram but i don't want to do too much like, I don't want to engaging. Yeah. You want to be over the top. Wait, this is like yeah. my Nina's guide. To like no, no, no. And, and, you write a little so book. It, yeah. Does Nina's it mean guide that, to Instagram. <laughs> please. <laughs> but does it mean that it's enough? Okay, so I'm just trying to put this in a story. So we have, a, uh, I have my artist profile and then I have my friends who I'm following. And I'm not using Instagram too much. I'm just posting my art, mm-hmm. being staying true to myself. Yeah. And then... Other people will find out about me only when they go to the gallery and they see my work, they like it, and then they find me on Instagram and then they follow. I don't know how other people... I don't really know that part, to be honest. I don't know how other people find... Yeah, maybe that. Maybe just through also sharing. I don't know. Like, that's a big... I guess that there... I think... You gotta find a community, I think, to actually get popular. You need a community. Mm. Yeah, but uh, but I think that's when the, the point of PR comes in place, sort of, like, because... Being an artist, you can always choose. Do you want to push? I mean, you need an audience for your art if you want to <laughs> be an artist. It. Well, you you don't have to have an audience. You can just do art at home and not post about it. But then no one ever knows about it, do they? So yeah, but that's I don't know if I'm I'm clear enough about it. I'm just wondering. You know, you can just make that Instagram page right and not do anything and not follow other people or not or, post anything or just post you just post your art and like follow your friends and that's it follow follow a certain amount of people and that's it but not you, you can't it. stop who follows you yeah you cannot stop that but so, I'm, <laughs> so what i'm what i'm asking is how can you grow your visibility if you're not the one pushing those buttons I don't think you can. I don't know. I don't think you can. I, I think it it's just it's that same sort of network theory of social connections right you just have to you have to get onto the influencer nodes on the network who are going to po- like repost your picture because they think it was really cool yeah and then everyone starts following you and suddenly that's it you, yeah. know, you get to a critical mass and yeah it's okay. you know but that's and it, that can happen quite organically rather than like i'm trying to kind of gain max followers like just through natural engagement that you want to do because you you know yeah i'd like to believe that but i think people do work very hard i mean there was that Remember the Black Mirror episode, of course there's a Black Mirror episode, but I think people work very hard to increase their follower count. So you have to, you know, the style that you post, the comments that you put on it, you have to do it in the right way. And some people do it better than others, obviously. 
But I think if you're kind of scientific about it, if you really want to get more followers, you can be scientific about it and you'll probably do a lot better than if you just think, oh, I'm just putting out what I'm doing. But it compromises the content, which is what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. To to get more followers, it compromises your content, which is like a trade-off. And that's something really popular people don't really make good content. All popularity (laughs) is a compromise, right? But then there's this other thing that I wanted to mention is that do you think that you're missing out if you are not on Instagram or if you're going to miss out the opportunity. I just remember you actually, when we were trying to get the speakers to, to, for the forum, you found one of the speakers on Instagram randomly. Yeah. I'm just, asked, I don't know, um, thinking out loud, I guess. Uh, because I had this discussion with a friend of mine. She's also an artist and she works with tapestry and creates abstract work mm-hmm. uh, out of tapestry. The only reason why she doesn't want to go off from Instagram is pretty much to sustain her visibility as an artist. It's just a lot of people are contacting her uh, over Instagram. A lot of people are asking for commissions. Yeah. She even got an invite. Well, so it's, it's working for her then, isn't it? It's, yeah, it is. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, she just doesn't want to spend much time on it and it just doesn't feel right for her. Yeah, that brings us to another point. It's just that's what's kind of so sad about it is it's good in some ways for art, yes, but then you're kind of, because it's so fitting, like such a fitting technology, you're kind of bound to it. So you can't actually be an artist without having an Instagram, which is kind of disturbing. Like That's yeah. what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Well, it's your choice. You don't. Ha- I know some people who aren't on Instagram and they're still quite yeah. successful. It's just heading uh, in that direction where yeah. you kind of, you have to, especially with NFTs, I feel like that to me, that was the biggest kind of, you know, sign that like, to be a person, you have to be not only on social media, you have to because, maybe to be I mean, an artist. These days where everyone's kind of not, there's no travel much, everyone's locked down. The only way you get to experience culture is virtually. So having that online presence becomes really important because you can't go to the gallery. Or you can't, I mean, most of the artists who I like or have found, I haven't found them on Instagram. I've found them by going to an exhibition and then I follow them on, like we were saying before. Yeah. But now that you can't really go to gal, I mean, we, we can here in Australia, right? But we can only go to our local galleries. We can't travel internationally and see obscure electronic media art like you used to be able to. So the only way is to follow them on Instagram. But I also find that as a medium for conveying any kind of qualities about work that has subtlety or depth or anything like that it's a very difficult medium to convey Mm -hmm. even compared to video like a lot of a lot of artists who do time-based work like either video work or kinetic sculpture or any of that kind of thing they often have vimeo channels and i find that formalized documentation much more engaging than just scrolling infinitely on instagram and seeing a still picture yeah or even an even a short video that's always less than whatever the time limit is like 30 seconds or whatever it is having that kind of big screen where you can full screen the video and watch it and it's got good sound (laughs) and it's you know it's it's an edited and curate like it's it's done really well Mm. whereas instagram is more throwaway right like we said like you were shocked that i spent five seconds looking at most images so whereas if you've got a 10 minute documentary video and it's really good you're going to spend 10 minutes looking at it and you're going to think more deeply about it you're going to understand the work yeah and that's what's scary is like how it it is affecting art well it's like you said i think you kind of you tailor the art to suit the medium so yeah but if if it's that's the main source of consuming art now i'm sorry to use the word consuming (laughs) yeah that's kind of what we're doing 
Um, if that's the main source, then like that, it'll actually have an effect on what kind of art's created. Cause like yeah. people aren't doing exhibitions. Well, I think also like I do have some friends who I follow or people I know who use it in a very deliberate way. So they won't post complex artworks on there that you would usually have a video documentation for. They'll just post everyday things. Like uh, I think I mentioned to you before, I have a friend who just, he posts every evening at around the same time. Yeah. And it's just it's just like kind of his observation of the environment. So it's not just like any old photo. There's always something kind of interesting about the photo, but it's not obviously he spent, you know, hours setting up the shot and getting it exactly right and waiting for the right moment. It's just in the moment and he finds something and that curiosity and that eye is conveyed in, in the photo. And I think that actually works really well. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's ideal. I think it's like to have an, another channel, medium, whatever, to like, do your art in that's yeah. not Instagram and then you can use Instagram for what it's good for which is like showing your personality I think yeah so you'd be you're in that sense you're kind of using Instagram as the medium you're not just taking yeah. your art that's in another medium and showing it on Instagram yeah I think that's but the it's big scary difference. to think that people are only doing art on Instagram why why is it scary because it, it will affect the way like what kind of art is produced and, and you know like I don't know the but, intentions yeah but it. I guess all, all media do that in, to some extent you don't think this one's different it's different, yeah, but it's not – I don't think it's necessarily worse or better. I mean, the, the thing that is more disturbing is that, obviously, if you read the fine print, Facebook owns all of the imagery that gets posted on there. They can do whatever they want with it. And also, if the platform closes or gets shut down, which eventually it will morph or close or something, it won't be Instagram forever – all of that will be lost in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the same. It's the same for all technology, right? Like in the early days of net art, there were these amazing artists who who basically hacked web browsers and made art that was specific to web browsers. But then the technology of the web browsers moved on, and all the art just suddenly stopped working. Mm-hmm. So I think with Instagram, it'll be the same. Like if they change the format, or if Facebook decides to shut it or merge it or turn it into something else, all of the old stuff will just be will be lost. It's mm, kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a museum curator and you want historically to show the culture of the time, because it it's part of culture, right? So yeah. Instagram is a big part of, of human culture. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Last thing before we finish, just purely for self indulgence. Once I tried to create another account, uh, I had this crazy idea that I would post pictures of the sky every day for a year. <laughs> and so I, I created a new account, and Instagram wouldn't let me do it. Like it just said, you're not allowed to create. This is like this tech account. support. Mm. Yeah. This is what I'm <laughs> yeah. But just yesterday when I was on there, it says, it actually prompted me and it says, um, why don't you expand your use of Instagram by creating another account? You are, you can definitely do that. I know yeah. you can, but I, it's now it's actually wanting you to. Like, uh, why, why would they want you to create another account? Interesting. Because it'll double your engagement because you've got to deal with two accounts or four oh, accounts. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I turned it down. Yeah, pictures of the sky. I, it was a stupid idea. It's probably good that they stopped me from doing it. <laughs> no, you should do an art Instagram. I think yeah. I just I just like the idea Instagram. of um, forcing yourself to do something every day for a certain for a long period of time. Yeah, I love that last last episode. We were like, you should do NFTs. Yeah. Now we're like, you should make an art Instagram. Yeah, I moved on from NFTs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone else is making when will, too much money when will with these them. Ideas I was just stick. about to ask, how was your yeah how's that? NFTs idea? What progress did you make, John? <laughs> And that's all we've got time for <laughs> today. <laughs> I, I haven't done anything. 